the radio operator of the spacefaring vessel, LB-01. We were given the mission of broadcasting the serialized gaming podcast Safe Space to as many people as we possibly could. If you can hear this message, then clearly it's been a success. If that's the case, then you should know that what you're about to listen to is a tabletop role-playing game where five people roll dice and tell a story of science fiction and survival horror using the Mothership game system by Tuesday Night Games. It was originally formatted for YouTube, but the records have been modified for an optimal audio experience. However, be warned, this is a survival horror podcast, and there may be descriptions of violence, gore, psychological terrors and mental trauma that some listeners may find disturbing. If you're still out there, then make sure you have your stim packs ready and whatever refreshments you may need. I'm starting the data recording playback now. This is Safe Space. Episode 5. Audio file name. Warning shots. Last session, the crew of the O'Brien escaped from a satellite relay station that was far more dangerous than it looked. A monstrous creature that was part machine and part organic matter attacked them, and in the chaos the crew only just managed to escape, but it was not without a cost, and the android known as Dick Sloan was torn in two. The moment the crew got back to the ship, Zam Brazel stepped to the industrial laser cutter and then, like a pro, obliterated the station and cut the monstrous beast in two on his second shot. Meanwhile, right. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> Wendy and Dr. Forrest washed any potential ca- contamination from their suits, then took what was left of their android to the captain. What followed was a somber moment as the crew came together to say goodbye to one of their own. At least for now, as Sloan was put into storage until he could be properly repaired. And so the crew continued onwards to their next job. But before that happened, the captain decided to bring someone out of cryosleep to help them. That someone was Blaze Kelvin, a member of Beta Shift and former military man with little tact 
but eager to do his job. And he's also got a snazzy suit, which you might hear about in a, <laughs> in a moment. He immediately made an impact, but not necessarily the most positive, and instead rubbed up the rest of the crew who were still reeling from their loss the wrong way with his bull-in-a-china-shop attitude. Over the next few days of travel, the crew attempted to recover, rest and de-stress. This proved easier for some than others, as Wendy began suffering from hideous nightmares of techno-organic horrors mixed with glimpses of a life she was trying, possibly, to move on from. Eventually, they reached the whole reason for the overtime that had turned into, a, into more trouble than it was worth. The executive-class ship called the Icarus, a luxury cruise ship for the rich and connected, it was having communication issues, as, they, as you do, and the O'Brien was called in to fix them. And so the crew made their way over, led this time by one Dr Forrest, who was asked by the captain to see if he could talk those within the luxury vessel to help them out with some much-needed parts that could help the crew and the O'Brien get home. But when they got there, they found no welcoming committee or folks to tell them where to do their work. In fact, there was no one at all. And that's where we pick up our game this week. But first, before we get stuck into it and the description, the crew have accumulated a certain amount of stress over the past few sessions. And we did some rolls and, and comfort saves, as I talked about, and uh, some of them actually succeeded and managed to be a little less stressed than they were before, although I think you're still... Apart from Blaze Kelvin, who is... I mean, he's, he's walking... He's a walking stress conductor I'd imagine uh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh there's a cucumber <laughs> but the rest of the crew you're still feeling the effects of of you know this overtime aren't you I think yep so in terms of players it's a case of like being savvy being being thoughtful picking your battles or believing in the roll of the dice you know you can still have high stress and still just roll above your stress you know just don't panic and stuff it's fine everything will be fine so as they entered the icarus just, just stop it you know the more you reassure <laughs> us the less reassured we feel so just 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 don't even okay okay i'm just going I'm... to add a point of stress just for that <laughs> <laughs> i know I, I i try to be nice viewers i do try to be nice um but no, as you um, enter the, the Icarus, you pass um, the pressurization sequence and the vac you are able to take off your vac suits, put your dirty and grimy vac suits alongside some nicer ones that, that belonged to the Icarus itself. And um, at that point, Wendy did take a moment. She saw a little bit of I mean, these are sleek, white, grey, silver with some gold piping and some silver piping and, you know, very decorative. Wendy took a moment to chip away, um, turned away from the security cameras and uh, took off. How, how big was the strip you took off, Wendy, of this gold piping? Well, I'm guessing it kind of went like over a shoulder. Yeah, would have been, yeah. So maybe sort of... Yeah, just under a foot. Okay. A nice sort of yeah. 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 So you've got that in your inventory. 
Um, I don't know what craft projects may be available on this ship, but. <laughs> and then you um you got through to the entrance hall of the Icarus. So we'll just go back a couple of scenes before we caught up. Um, and this, for the benefit of the viewers at home, this isn't a standard sort of starship entrance. This is a proper Titanic cruise liner kind of extravagance and opulence. It's a, almost a ballroom entrance kind of room. Sleek design, um, like just think high-tech, sleek, futuristic design mixed with art deco, illustration and decoration. You can see on the sides there are hot hollow screens playing footage of babbling brooks and calming vistas and the whole thing just screams money. And definitely there to be a statement as soon as you walk onto this ship. The The entrance hall itself is a large room and in the centre of it you can see there's an enormous and magnificent looking spiral staircase that winds around and disappears into the floor above. Uh, emblazoned, you can see it's, it's sort of carved and emblazoned with intricate metallic shapes and mouldings of clouds, suns and different there's all sorts of winged creatures and ships throughout history disappearing up into the floors above. Um, it's all made to look like a sort of classic wooden design accented in gold and brass. The floor itself is made to look like it is wooden floorboards, but um, Blaze Kelvin uh, in last session did stamp down on the floor and the and the echo proved that maybe this wasn't as solid oak as it seemed to be, but it was still an impressive sight. And just just to paint this picture, Gavin, because this is the first time ever, everyone sort of seen Blaze Kelvin. Blaze Kelvin walked onto this ship. He was obviously in his vac suit, but he's mm. he's not dressed. The rest of the crew are, you know, sort of um, actually. What do the the players look like? And we'll get to play. We'll get to Blaze last. So as you step onto this opulent cruise liner of a ship, as you're stood in this entrance hall, what does Zam look like? Just describe what Zam looks like. So Zam's got his dirty, oily overalls on, but they're like half done, tied round his waist, and he's got his dirty, sweaty, oily vest. <laughs> So he's he's looking really at home amongst the opulence. <laughs> what does Wendy look like? Uh, so so Wendy is wearing kind of standard overall kind of I've written day wear here. Yeah. <laughs> like, is I'm it the sort of like I'd imagine like these are sort of like boiler suit flight suits? You know, like um the boiler suit like yeah. like Ripley yeah. had in the first Alien. Like it's just a standard sort of yeah, yeah. absolutely very mm. practical. Um, quite neat, quite tidy. Um, a few little embellishments, you know, maybe just a couple of things drawn on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what does a Doctor Forest look like? Uh, no, knowing on, that he's been he's, hit, he's the mouthpiece PJ. Knowing he's going to be interacting with people. How did the Doc dress? <laughs> As he always does, but he left his. <laughs> He left his doctor's white coat in the uh, in the O'Brien, uh, so he's sort of wearing his his khaki trousers with grey boots, and they're like a beige shirt that's open a bit further down than it should be, so everyone can see his gold medallion that he wears. Um, and he's got his hip flask in his pocket. 
<laughs> and finally, Blaze Kelvin, the new member of the crew from Beta Shift, who is now sort of a, a sub for Alpha Shift. What does Blaze look like? Uh, knowing that this is, is a fancy ship full of rich folk, uh, Blaze has decided to, to dress in his, uh, his dress uniform. His, his whites, which is the, the, the most formal of the uniform uh, Marine Commander. He's looking Completely like... Completely um, for maintenance work. Yeah, was it Richard Gere? What's the film? Richard Gere from... Uh, from Officer um, in a General. Officer in a General. Yeah. General, General, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, he looks the part. What a, what a picture. Imagine that. I didn't bring the hat. <laughs> I was going to say, um, Zam's got his uh, hand welder and his nail gun and some tools on and his tool, tool belt. Yeah, you got your tool kits. Yeah, like box of tools as well. Yeah, but yeah, looking greasy and sweaty and yeah, but ready to do the job. Yeah, and as you step into this large, I mean, the staircase is right in front of you, and you can see a, a vid screen, and there seems to be a. You, I mean, you can see a few doors dotted around, and some of them are sort of say, say crew only. Um, but when you begin stepping in, a holographic display screen immediately sort of bursts into life with the face of an old famous actor appearing, smiling at you with perfect makeup, hair and teeth far too white for them to be original. Um, as they start speaking to you, always you step in. In a imagine the classic sort of tourist welcome to your flight kind of video. He also looks like he's had quite a bit of work done. So he's got a, a bit of an uncanny, uncanny valley kind of look. Um, it's disconcerting, trying to be charming. And obviously very, very expensive. As this actor's like, Welcome to the Icarus. The diamond in the crown of the Echelon, Sojourn Fleet, and the ultimate in luxury travel. You are about to embark on a journey that few will ever get to experience. And one that you will never forget. Please allow our concierge to take your carry-on luggage, and they will guide you to your room via the famous Wings of Icarus Grand Staircase. A one-of-a-kind piece designed by the galaxy-famous architect Elias Corvai, especially for this vessel. It boasts between 300 and 400 depictions of flight throughout history. And it goes on and on beginning to talk about and the players may ask me to do this but i'm oh, gonna no, tell this, this uh, is really interesting i'd love to hear more don't do this to me, <laughs> um because funnily enough i i haven't written an entire script <laughs> for the introduction to a flight um but i gave it a good go you do hear about um from the finest cuisine available 24-7 to our unmatched range of entertainment and relaxation options, the Icarus truly has something for everyone. And as the figure does that, you can see like projections of like <laughs> people rolling dice and like just sort of swimming and someone getting a massage and all kinds of just opulence and extravagance and complete bullshittery that um, <laughs> these rich vessels probably have. But as the video is is sort of rolling on. You look around and you realise you're you've been here for a couple of minutes and there's no one else here. What do you do? 
Zam's just going to walk straight through the hologram just to get past it. You see it sort of... Whoop, 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 whoop. Is is there any sign of any like communications panel or anything in this room? Not in this particular room. Okay. <clears throat> Zam, where would the parts we need be? And the bit we need to fix, I guess. Uh, well, parts are going to be down in the engine bay. Well, why don't we head that way, then? We're going to have to... Uh, Head for communications for uh, fixing the uh, the car relays. So, which do you want to do first? You want to try and steal engine parts, or actually do the job we're here for? Well, when you put it like that, let's fix the communications first. It's probably best that we actually look like uh, we're here to do a job before we mug off these rich fools. As they're talking, uh, speaking of. Where is everyone? Uh, no, they're probably all off getting drunk somewhere. In my experience, these people hate commoners. They're probably hiding from us. I thought I'd be a uh, uh, kind of welcoming com- committee. <laughs> Dressed up for nothing. nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, this 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 movie guy, he, he talked about a concierge and, and you know, frankly... There's nothing. Let's head to communications. It doesn't signify anything. We should go and find. Yeah. You can see there is, on like one corner of the room, there is a security camera that's just watched you. As there was a security camera when you entered, and the back seats were there. Wendy waves at it. Is it moving with us, or is it just stationary? Well, where are you moving to? Uh, well, <clears throat> I take it Zam has a copy of the map? Yes, you all got, like, um, the, the sort of schematic sort of sent to you and stuff. So, service ladder to cryopods. When you go to... the Those doors are shut. Yeah. And they all need key cards to open. Uh, well, let's just try. Uh, lucky... What was the number? There is there is a universal key code. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it a thing. There there is no there is no keypad. These are sort of screens that you scan a card. Okay. And all of Um, the all of the crew you can see on your maps there is and I'm I'm just gonna see if I can switch over to this so the audience can see. So you can see where the yellow um sort of doors are on your maps mm-hmm. those are the crew access so only the crew can access those and there are there are red sections that only the VIPs can access everything else if it's greyed out that is just standard come and go everyone can come in but you would looking at the and Zan would go up to one of the doors and he would see that this yeah. he would see that the it does need a card you you know a specific type of card sort of, probably um no it wouldn't be a swipe I think it would be one that you place on, but okay. you do you do need key cards. But there is a staircase heading upstairs as well. Um, but while you're, while you're looking at this, check. no one else has arrived to, to greet you. 
can I go back and check the vac suit storage to see whether any of the vac their vac suits have got key cards in them? You can. And when you turn to exit that door, it's locked behind you. What the hell is this? Well, I think we've got a new ship. <laughs> yeah. Get it, us. I don't like how quiet it is. Let's, uh, let's head upstairs. Blaze, you go first. I don't fancy climbing that stupid, fancy, schmancy staircase. Well, then you stay here. <laughs> At one point, follow me. So Blaze, Blaze is leading the way. Oh, dear yeah, God. I've got a handler. Um... You got you got your what your hand hand welder. hand welder oh god yeah I forgot you also brought a revolver with you so I just had to double check <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's concealed sealed yeah yeah quickly though Wendy um, I don't know if we clarified this on last session and it wasn't picked up on the recap Wendy has a pistol and it has a clip it was on the O'Brien did Wendy bring it with her. Uh... Wendy did not bring it with her. Good to know. But there was a certain point on arrival where she kind of really wanted to go back and get it. Okay. Which was um, seeing the logo on the ship. Corporate logo on the Icarus. Yeah. Because that struck a chord in her in her mind, and she thought, "Yeah, I want to go back." But but she's gone. She's gone. No, there no, was... no, the way, the way of peace. There we was need to follow the way of peace, and you know, Blaze being here and being all aggressive is making her a little bit like, "No, no, no, I, I, no, different yeah. path now." There was something about the logo which was a sort of um, a silhouetted portrait with a halo and a sort of a very graphical wing, but there was something incorporated in it because it's an echelon vessel there was somewhat of the echelon sort of corporate logo in it which looks like a white upside down pyramid in three segments the echelon logo there's something about that logo that you don't like you don't trust um but you make it up to um the guest accommodation deck um allow me to change my map (laughs) (laughs) Um, as you head up um, you can hear like there are speakers and audio systems just playing just really easy going sort of music you know this is a real it's a real chill vibe but there you can tell this is music and sounds that are meant to inspire relaxation and a vacation basically Um, is there there carpet (laughs) there is not in this section in this section, it's still the cold, hard steel of... Well, I don't know whether it's steel. It's the future. Let, I don't know let, what let it makes. Let me know. Let me know if you find carpet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's uh, ex-work... Uh, she did work experience at the carpet warehouse, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's been interested in it ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, so as we... um, It's been 18 months in space. I haven't scrunched my toes on a carpet oh, for oh, that long. The diehard! The diehard! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I mean, if it was, if it was a fun game, I might get you to make a comfort save to see if that de-stresses you. But um, it's not a fun game. 
No, no it is a fun so. game. It is yeah. a fun <laughs> game. Um, okay, so you, once again, you get up and you do see as you're walking around um, this staircase that you know it goes from birds to like the the earliest planes, and you can see like the evolution of flight as it's heading upwards and upwards. It really is quite a. I mean, Wendy, with your love for craft and and art, it's quite a thing to behold. Um, and it's massive, this staircase. Absolutely enormous. I mean, all four of you can walk side by side up it. It's that kind of... We don't at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blaze, is, Blaze is leading the way with a hand welder. Yeah. <laughs> dressed in, in military uniform. Sorry. Oh, the fan art. The fan art to die for. Um, <laughs> so once you get up to this, you do see... You hear all these sounds... And it is a wide open space, and you can see there are more sort of vid screens showing all kinds of different locales and and scenes. Where would you like to go? There's no one about. Absolutely no one here. Ah, uh, is it all clear? Clear. From what I can see. Um, where are you? I mean, it's quite a. From, from where you? Yes, you, there's nothing. There's nothing there. That you can see right now in this corridor. Let's do a quick lap of the deck. See if we can hear anything. And if not, we'll go up. So you can see the two lifts. There is, um, and it is a VIP lift, um, which once again has has a. All of these systems have keycard systems. This one seems to have a different kind of, and even the keycard sort of scanning thing is in bla- It's very blinged up. The VIP one. Um, the crew one just looks like a standard mechanical scanner, um, but both there is a crew lift and a VIP lift um, that are currently. You you notice oh, by the crew lift there's there's a red light sort of flashing at the top of it when you when you go by it. But there are several rooms on this. So where would what are the players doing? Over to you. I explore. Yeah, I'm, Wendy I wants think... to get the job done, but Lizzie so wants to explore this. <laughs> I think I'm going to go into the bar see if there's like a bartender or anybody working there <laughs> okay you um, you head towards a so which is just to the I, I don't know on our on our maps we if we say north south you're heading to the west towards the bar um, yeah um, and you get in and this is certainly when you walk in here Zam's Walking in that direction, and he does see sort of bar and restaurant. There is a sign that says bar and restaurant above these double doors. Um, what is everyone else doing? Going with, yeah, you're sticking together, stick together, yeah. Um, and Zam walks in as soon as you walk in, you hear the sounds of violin music. You know, all of all of that. And this has carpet. Imagine if you will I'm trying to think that the lighting and everything in this room there there are sort of dining tables to your right. There's lots lots of gorgeous very sort of chilled out a lounge area to the left like leather sofas some furniture that looks very 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 old like antique leather furniture but all of it looks super comfortable like you could just sit in and just melt into the chair 
um, and you can see a large bar in front of you. The lighting of it, then the sort of feel, um, <laughs> it is not this, so I don't, don't get any alarm bells. But you know when Jack Torrance walked in, the, in Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> The Shining? I knew there was going to be a Shining reference. Walks into that bar. going to be The Shining. Yeah, you know when he walks into that bar and it's got that sort of glow about it? It's, it's yeah. kind of like, at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is the barman playing Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this carpet. <laughs> have a strange symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have really thought about that. That should be um. It's uh, Kubrick carpets. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that a lot of things on this ship, and certainly there, there are there would be symbols on this carpet, but they're all stitched to look like some kind of flight and wings, and there's lots of things going on. It's very, it's very opulent in its own kind of way. Wendy is going to take her boots off and sit on something. Sit quite on the edge of something, not get too comfy, but just... Okay. To the left clothes. in the lounge area, or the right in the in the dining hall? Uh, in the lounge. Okay. So I take it we can see that this room is completely empty, then? This room... Assuming there are no people... <laughs> Like customers, there are no people in this room. So what there, is in this room? There are you. You can see in certain places there are tables, and you can see some half-drunk glasses of wine on the left-hand side. There's some cups of coffee like this. None of it's really been cleared, cleared away, but you do see empties. Some not so empty. Is is whatever's remaining still warm? If it's coffee. Do you go over to one of the sort of yeah coffee cups? It's it's cold, stone cold. There's a coffee cup that is just it's like cold water. It's that cold. Um, another aspect to this room is when you're looking at it, when you look up, it has a sort of vid screen that takes up the entirety of the ceiling. That is showing sort of a as it as it stands, it's it's a sort of a reddish autumnal evening. With clouds, it's it's quite stunning. Everything about it, but it's taking up the entirety of this particular ceiling. Um, Is there any like leftover food? When you do, you walk to the wards of the, di- the dining. Yeah, hall. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. And you can see like uh, there are lots of tables. I mean, it's, this isn't huge. This isn't. We're not talking thousands of tables. Um, this is a big vessel, but it's also not meant for thousands of passengers. This is a vessel, um, and Doc, you saw the manifest that it's not. We're not talking hundreds of people. This is, it's high class and everyone's got plenty of space, but it's meant for the top level people. Um, you do see some plates with half eaten food. Some of it's hardly been touched. It is rotting. It is all inedible. Completely inedible. Um, some of the. Some of the some of the drinks of there's a couple of glasses that have been sort of knocked over. Um, as you head in that, how far are you going, Zam? Oh, not direction? too far. Just just to get a, a good look at what's. Oh, we've walked onto the fucking Mary Celeste. Please just give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Which is even funnier because Gav's got a slight delay in his audio at the moment, and that just extended that heebie-jeebies. <laughs> It's <laughs> just, just amazing. <laughs> um, as soon as as soon as Blaze says heebie-jeebies, uh, Zan's going to go. Oh, I never listened to that classical pop music. <laughs> 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 and um, 
Buddy, Buddy I'm just try trying to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Azam, you so on us. You see that on a couple of the tables closest to you. Mm. Um, are you heading to the bar? Where, where where is everyone looking? Where is everyone going? I just need to know where everyone sort of. Doc, yeah, what are so you doing? Because Azam's gone in. I figure he's gone right to just check the dining hall just. To, just to see if there's any signs of this is this disappearance has happened recently, but obviously not now. If there's rotting food, and... mm. there is something else that catches your eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look to the as you're looking at some of the tables and some of the food, and it's it smells rough. <clears throat> some of it's like, oh. Um. When you look to the right, you see the sign that says restrooms. And there is another uh, double doors leading to the, the galley and the kitchens. Something catches your eye on the floor by there. It's a small... By the a, galley? Yeah, by the galley. In front, of the, in front of the galley doors. The double doors to the galley, yeah? The double doors to the galley. It is a, it is a small... There's a little card on the floor. And near it... There is a bit of a blood trail leading into the galley. Hey guys, I found a key card. You find a key card. Does uh, anybody want to go get it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he can see it. He can see a card on the floor at the moment. Uh, hey, Blaze! <laughs> uh, I, go, I go get you blaze you um two things you notice immediately when you pick up this key card and you you stop for a moment when you when you back, sort of crouch down to pick it up it's a key card that's on a bit of a, a sort of a chain like a lanyard sort of thing and it has security written on it with the word denny the name denny underneath it and in the center of these cards is a sort of like a like a square microchip thing that you can, you know would be that's the bit you scan onto the doors to open parts of the ship. But the other thing you notice, and you would probably Blaze would be the one that might recognise this, is the blood trail that's leading into the galley doors is like someone being dragged in. It's not loads of it. There's not loads of it, but there's it's definitely smeared in a certain way. Look. Can I get your professional opinion? It's definitely blood. <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> we have to fucking go in there, aren't we? Well, if somebody's hurt, you'll probably need to give them um, uh, some medical attention. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Yes, you fucking will. So what's happening out? Uh, like Blaze and Doc have stopped near the doors of the galley where you see this, and Zam is currently just stood there. He watched them approach and just passed him. I've currently got Wendy in my head, just sat on one of the comfy ch- <laughs> chairs Wendy, on the other Wendy side. Wendy has actually moved now, so she's lying on the floor <laughs> on the carpet in the lounge, just in um, shavasana in corpse pose, just flat on her back, just. 
eyes closed, just having the most relaxing moment she's yeah. had for a year and a half. There's a, there's a moment before you close your eyes, Wendy. You look at the sky, and you haven't seen the sky in a sky like that in months. This is an earthen sky. This is not the strange temperate climate from different planets. This is Earth. Uh, I call I call back just as, as we're going. Wendy, watch our six. <laughs> I'm going to suggest go Wendy in. stays here in case we find any octopi or squid or anything else that might have tentacles. She doesn't do well in those situations. Gonna, like, so blissed out, so blissed out. Wendy doesn't even respond to, to those words being okay. said. Okay, Dan's going to back up to the bar. I will say, I will say, I should have done this straight yeah. away. I was too caught okay. up in the scene. Don't, don't worry, it's not you, Sam. Yeah. Uh, Blaze and Doc. Uh, Blaze, you can give me a fear save. I think you're both going to give me fear saves, actually. I don't think I am, knowing my fear score. 46. Is that a success? It's a fail. fail. It's a fail. It's a fail. 42, also a fail. Okay. Is there something on... Um... Oh, no, it's when, a, it's when a marine panics, isn't it? That everyone... Yeah. Yeah. So, both get a point of stress there. Does, um, does Wendy get to do a comfort save, considering she seems so blissful? Oh, thank you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't strictly... I'm going to work my way around all of the... I'm going to go to the spa next. I have a feeling we've lucked out we're walking into this room and all we can see is a trail of blood. I imagine if we go into the spa, it's going to be, you know, full on. Entrails and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to lie on the floor for the next six weeks. That's it. Half the a body just bobbing in the water or something uh, like that. Wendy. Hello. You can give me a comfort save. You can give it, it's a straight roll. And you have to beat a 50. Do you want to do it? Because if you fail, you'll get another point of stress. I like the odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. Oh, I have lovely purple crystals. Oh, purple crystals. Let's bring in the purple crystals. <sighs> doesn't want to stay on the table. <laughs> that is a 36. 36. I am so relaxed. <laughs> so relaxed. I'm a very generous warden. So relaxed. Divide that by three, and that's how many stress you lose. Divide it by ten. Ten, three. Yeah. So she's just lost twelve stress. It would be, it would be three. <laughs> Jesus. Would it be three or? Four? I've got to make a sanity save now. Um, it would be, um, yeah, divided by ten. It would be three point six. So we'll say three. We'll round down. We'll round down because I'm being generous. Ooh, that's not generous. That's not generous. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> 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 <Generous. laughs> feeling sad. It worries me when Jim starts to have an argument with his character. Fighting <laughs> <laughs> oh. to come out. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so, as Zam backs away, and Wendy 
is you get your comfort save, but you're broken out of it. Your eyes just slowly open up, looking at the sky once again as you hear Blaze Kelvin call you over. I, I probably would say as well that as Zam is backing away, he's probably got his hand on the nail gun and is just getting that ready just in case. Okay. We've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you heading into this kitchen? Through these double uh, doors? Doc just puts a hand on Blaze's shoulder. One second. Pulls out the hip flask, has a swig, offers it to Blaze. <laughs> How, how much did you drink? How much did you drink, Blaze? Just then, uh, uh, like some gulps. So have you have you almost a third of that? As if it's a small head flask, do you reckon you downed a third of it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, Doc, you feel this? Yeah, uh, <laughs> never offering it to him again. <laughs> Okay, so how are you heading in? Silently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you, uh, I imagine Doc's, Doc's, Doc's quite behind me. Yeah, still. yeah. I've got my... to me. got my Trank gun out now as well. Okay. As you see, the other two of you, you can see these guys head in. And you see this kitchen, and it is a large kitchen when you walk through these double doors. And you, you know, this place, this is top of the range stuff everywhere. There's storage units with like loads of, you see lots of long, sort of long life storage units as well, keeping, you would imagine, some really nice food in there. Oh, good, the sinister music's here. <laughs> You followed a blood trail, PJ. You followed a blood trail. What did you expect? I followed a blood <laughs> 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 Chef could have just cut his finger, you know. Yeah. The chef could have cut he his finger. Up. Yeah. And that's. <laughs> that would have been a lot of blood coming from the chef's finger. Might have a really big finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stirring finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, there are there are huge units. There is like a cutting board with like there are some half chopped onions and and a knife. Is uh, there? Is there? Is can I pick up pick up the biggest knife? The biggest knife. Well, as you as you head towards, are, are you follow? Are, are you following the line of sight of that blood as well? Yeah, yes. I mean, obviously doing scans of the room, but mostly yeah, yeah, following the following the trail. As well as the stuff that's sort of scattered around, you can see like there are some pots and pans on the floor, and like it seems like there was some sort of scuffle. There was something that happened here, um, and just around the corner, you, you're beginning to you you clock it first as your eyes just turn turn a bit of a corner, and you see there's there's a body lying on the floor in sort of. Pale and dark greys, sort of tactical vest. Um, but from the looks of it, you know exactly that didn't help them because their neck was hacked into, and it is their head is just hanging off. And you can see the bone, and there's blood everywhere. Um, 
There Anything is... you think you'd grim duck? <laughs> I'm going to say it's a little beyond my scope at this point. And they're, they're sort of slumped down on the floor and it's left arm has been hacked off at, at sort of like at the wrist you can see not too far from that another trail of blood you can see that that hand is grasping a pistol there was a pistol in an amputated hand on the floor and there is something else there there is a large refrigeration unit against the wall. Not too far from it, I would say. Maybe about ten feet or so. It's about five feet from that pistol on the floor. And there is a figure that looks like it's ha- it's got his arm trapped in the re- refrigeration door. It too is sort of slumped on the ground somewhat. Sort of head down. And you can see from where the, the the fridge is sort of partially crushed. I mean, this is an industrial sort of like fridge. As it's crushed the arm, you can see lots of creamy, pale liquid has been pouring from the wound. And it's just got its head down like that. What do you do? Please, I want that pistol. Could you go and get it for me, please? <laughs> I'd be ever so grateful. <laughs> I mean, are you trained to use a use a pistol? I don't think he is. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> I tell you what, don't you stick with your your tranquilizers. I'll go get the pistol still. I've definitely got a knife though, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, you you slowly as you sort of yeah, sort of you got the gun, your um it's a hand welder, isn't it? So you need to yeah. be you need to be right up close to anything to do anything with a hand welder. It's not yeah. a pistol, it's not a nail gun even. But you can slowly just very slowly it's a it's a kitchen knife, this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you step closer, so what are you doing? Are you heading further? Yeah, ten, 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 approach the the the, the hand holding the pistol. Okay. What are the what are the other two doing? Where are Lizzie, uh, Wendy, and and Sam? Uh, Sam's going to be now at the bar, looking for anything that looks like it hasn't deteriorated that he can drink <laughs> you step over to the bar Zam and you see when you get to the bar it is a long opulent bar that looks like it's the bar itself almost looks like, looks like brass and oak you know lots of taps and there's li- you know liquor bottles a lot of this is when you look at the booze in the, this place you can't afford you could never afford stuff like this on your wages it's that kind of stuff and there is behind the bar sat on a seat there is another figure just stood there with their eyes closed oh, it was sat, sat down on a small chair just with their eyes closed and they, they look like they're wearing a sort of a bartender's sort of uniform in sort of 
deep crushed sort of red reddish velvets, white shirt. It's just slicked back, sort of hair. Very sort of palish skin. It is Lloyd. <laughs> it's just <laughs> sat there. Like obviously dead or It's not obvious at the moment, it's just just sat there. So is there a, is there a glass of something liquidy on the bar? There's no real glasses with anything on the bar, but there are a couple within reach, just behind. You okay, could you could help you could help yourself pick. to something if you want to get a glass. Or... No, I'm just going to pick something up and throw it at the body just to see whether it wakes them up. <laughs> there's a small oh, bowl. Fuck. We'll say. Well, there's a small bowl with some nuts. Yeah. Some... Okay. So, so what are you doing? Gonna. I'm gonna throw some nuts at this thing. Good, this, good. I, I, I gave I gave him the opportunity to throw in the bowl, and I was just checking to see whether he's gonna take it. No, I mean just no, some nuts. This person might be allergic to nuts. <laughs> well, we'll soon find out. Yeah, we might need you, Doc. Trigger warning <laughs> for anyone with any nut allergies, by the way. We, sorry, sorry about this. Um, so Zam starts throwing nuts. He's gonna, at... Yeah, he's gonna like grab some nuts. He's gonna throw them, and he's just gonna go, Wendy. <laughs> what is Wendy doing? Uh, Wendy is bringing herself back from being beautifully relaxed and centered, hearing kind of Zam's cut through any Zen voice. <laughs> and she's going to just kind of wander over. She's got her boots sort of tied to each other and over one shoulder. Mm. Is she barefoot or does she have. Yeah. Is it there? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's just going to suffer. So that's how the situation just kind of zam and just kind of go. Shots? Uh, there may be shots fired if this person wakes up. <laughs> um, Wendy will reach over the bar. The get, Wendy's going to reach over the bar. Reach over the bar to get a couple of shot glasses and a bottle yeah. of whatever. As Wendy's reaching over the oh, bar. Geez. And Zam, you see this. You notice that as she's went looking over, you just sort of look to either side, and you can see that there is a there's some small sort of metallic discs on either side. It's almost like a not a security light, you know, like a like a trip. So if you you're going to get me with the security system, <laughs> as you put your hand over the bar, Zam, you see the figure on the chair just go. And look straight at you both. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, oh. as Blaze is as Blaze is crouched down, about to reach this pistol, Doc, you're stood how far away? About not that far, maybe. Five, five, ten feet. feet back. Yeah, yeah, ten feet. So you can see like this this enormous slab from where earlier Blaze took the the kitchen knife, and there's other utensils like a meat hammer and all these kind of like things. But towards the corner, this one, there's a cleaver, a cleaver that has a lot of blood on it, and you see as Blaze. Is reaching down towards the pistol. The figure, with its arm trapped in the fridge, lifts its head. And we'll pick that up after the break. 
You're a prick, Vince. We're going to have a break for five minutes. As the ship, as the ship is coming to life, um, yes, join us back in five minutes to see what on earth is going to happen in this situation between the separated party. See ya. Hey everybody, Vince here, Game Warden and General Mischief Maker when it comes to the Safe Space Show. Just wanted to say, we hope you're enjoying the show so far, and if you want to find out more about the other podcasts and general news that we have on the, this network, then why don't you follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at LawbreakerPod, and you can follow us on Instagram at LawbreakerRadio. Just to be clear, that's L-O-R-E, Breaker Radio. But follow us there. We'll be sure to follow back and interact with the community and let you know a bit more about what's upcoming on the Lawbreaker Radio Network. But uh, I think without further ado, enough of me. Let's get back to the show. And welcome back. So, when we left, two of our crew were in the kitchen... At a murder scene, and an an android that was trapped in a kitchen had just woken up. It was trapped in a fridge. Whereas their friends, I think they're friends, are out of the, Colleague, at the bar. Colleagues. Yeah, co- colleagues. They're at the bar. They're at the bar. And uh, that is where we'll start. This is it. This is interesting because there's like almost two scenes, <laughs> two things going on. So as this figure opens its eyes and looks directly at both of you. Wendy, you, you, do you pause as you're sort of leaning over to grab a shot glass as it just looks at you? No. I keep going. Two shot glasses, one random bottle. One random bottle. Am I safe to say the attention, the attention might be focused on Zam who's throwing peanuts at it? <laughs> as it opens its eyes, a peanut falls off it. Bounce off its head, and as Lizzie's, uh, as Wendy is just picking up a bottle as well that was just beneath, um, the figure slowly sort of stands up, and you can see now that the name badge on it says Klaus, and it sort of steps up to you. And says, "Hello there. What can I get for you this evening?" Hey, Klaus. Uh, we just thought it was happy hour and it would be okay just to, you know, do our thing. Every hour is happy hour on the Icarus. Are you well, having a good evening? Wonderful. We're having a lovely evening. Thank you. Are you? Always. And you see Klaus just begins moving around the bar and just sort of cleaning up a little bit and starts moving glasses around. What's um, the speciality of this of your particular bar, Klaus? I am programmed to make whatever cocktail or drink you would like. Have you uh, got any of the uh, Shadow de Nerf 47? And it it pauses for a moment and just stares at you down. I'm sorry, we do not currently have that. But would you like to look at the the wine list? Yeah, that would be great, yeah. Certainly. Would you like to look at the wine list? No thanks. 
I see. I see you're enjoying the the peanuts. Would you Would you like a top up? Yeah. Certainly. And picks up the bowl that isn't really that empty to begin with. Yeah. And just heads over, and starts like pouring. There's like a sort of glass jar with like sort of nuts and stuff, and starts yeah. pouring more in. And he's just pouring these nuts. Just keeps going. Okay. So the nuts begin sort of. Has that bought Wendy enough time to? Uh, <laughs> to Wendy, Wendy, could, Wendy, yeah, Wendy could be yeah. half cut right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Wendy is pouring shots as fast as she can and just handing one, at, you know, one to yeah. Sam for each one that she's like. Yeah. As long as we can do this without anybody asking for a credit card. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you are actually <laughs> getting your you're drinking hard liquor right yes. now. Yes, we are drinking hard liquor. Apologies to those watching who who. Nah. Uh, We're well, drinking hard liquor. Yeah, I, Sam's going to knock one back, yep. Okay. I'm going to make a note of how many drinks you have. <laughs> I didn't think this would be a thing. <laughs> I feel so fucking tense. I don't... <laughs> right, okay. We're, we're good friends. We're friends now with Klaus. Klaus is yeah. getting peanuts yeah. and we are helping him do inventory. You've got one of these. <laughs> okay, so, and then eventually Klaus stops pouring the nuts and turns back and drops them onto you. By that time, when he's had a chance to... If you wanted to put two shots away, you could have had put two shots away. Likewise. Zan. Yeah, yeah. Would you like a drink to go with this? What do you uh, suggest, Klaus? Well, we have many ales from all through the sectors. There are lagers. If you like stouts, perhaps would you like to see the wine list? Uh, Just uh, pick something for me, Klaus. I trust you. Certainly. We also cater for soft drinks if you would prefer. You must be consumed so that you can become. What would you like to drink? Uh, I, I, Do you have any more of this? Yes, yeah, more of that. <laughs> you hold up the, the bottle of liquor. The bottle of whatever it is. Galliano. Space Galliano, I believe it might be. <laughs> and, uh... All the young people going, what's Galliano? Do you, do you um, <laughs> look at the show notes? <laughs> no, um, do you do you hold it out to Klaus, or are you just showing it? Are you just sort of, I'm you, showing it, yeah. showing it. Yeah. I will just look at our inventory, see what we have. Thank you, Klaus. You're welcome. You're, you're a good guy, Klaus. And you're the best, sir. You are, okay. Klaus. How are you enjoying your stay? All the better for seeing you, Klaus. Far too kind, sir. Would you like some nuts? Ah, uh, no, we're good for nuts, thanks. Just see if you can find the bottle for us, Klaus. Thank you. I'll do so now. Meanwhile, in the kitchen... <laughs> 
I feel like I've left the fucking Chuckle Brothers in a murder mansion. <laughs> While this happened, actually, make a sanity save, both of you. Oh, gee. oh right, okay. Sanity. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless what has happened has started to scare you. Um, no, not so far. Okay. Funny programming thing so mm. far. Mm. Oh, yes. Zam rolled a 31. And Sanity is 35. Yes. Mm. It's finally turning Zan's around. having a great time. Who knew hard liquor would be, the, <laughs> would be the cause? Um, <laughs> Wendy rolled a 68 against a 20, so oh. <laughs> not so much. Um, you were getting chilled out, Wendy, but there's something about this is like being a nervous it's, it's a great when, idea Wendy this it's when Klaus great. said when, it's when Klaus said that Zam was the best it's like hang mm-hmm. on a second <laughs> nobody's ever said that before yeah. Yeah. who'd have thought I'd find my people here <laughs> <laughs> although it kind of reminds me of my wedding reception <laughs> and, and we cut and we cut from that we cut <laughs> <laughs> we, moment. That happened. That was canon, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we had the shadow to do. Nobody then there then either. <laughs> I cut Wendy. That cuts hard. Most of her family didn't turn up. They didn't approve. Okay. But we powered through. Okay. <laughs> Can we just stay with them for a minute? It's, yeah, I need a moment. <laughs> Meanwhile, exams having a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, <laughs> can Blaze and Doctor Forrest give me a fear save? Have I have I noticed the uh, android? Awaken. We'll find out in yes, a second. I've shouted. Oh, okay. We'll find out in a second because this thing is just. That is a forty and a fail. Okay, that is not. You do not. You do not get stressed for this. You don't. Oh, okay. Get, yeah, don't get stressed for that. I'm not gonna. This is almost an initi- initiative roll sort of thing. Oh, four. So you. So you succeeded. Oh, um, definitely with a yeah, four. With a four. Oh. Um, which means that you have time to react so I would say yes you notice as you're getting there this thing wakes up and you have time to react before we're going into sort of the initiative sort of order the actions so you have you have an action basically you have time to do something when you see this thing open it lift its head up and look at you what do you do Blaze? as the gun is right there you haven't got the gun yet and the gun is in a hand how far away is the from where I am? Where how far away is the android? It's uh, probably five feet distance from you. It's with it. It's nearby in terms of in terms of uh, the action economy and distance when it comes to encounters and things like that. This thing is nearby, which means it can get to you, but it's not close that it can touch you yet. But if you're going to okay. get that gun, you might move into... It might 
depending on how the next round goes. But it's trapped. But it can reach the gun from where it is. Okay, I rush and grab the gun. Okay, okay. So you, I. So you will have time to rush, pick up the gun, which is in a hand, and the hand. Uh, pick pick up the hand. I pick, pick up, up the, the hand and 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 the, <laughs> and the gun. And you can. What do you want to do then? This, you have one more chance to do something. Uh, can I take the hand off and? Here you go, duck. And now, <laughs> now, if you choose to do that, you will stay where you are, trying to get the hand off this gun. Yeah. Just use the hand and pull the <laughs> trigger finger. I've got stubby fingers. It won't. Minute, <laughs> 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 manip- be able to manipulate it. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try and I try and wrench the hand. The hand make a it. make a strength check. Can I apply athletics? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, that's 16. Yes. Yes, 16. I, I pass. You break fingers. This thing <laughs> is the rigor mortis. And when you... I mean, this body has been dead for a while. Um, but this this kitchen's quite chilled, so it's sort of it's mm. kept it a little bit fresher. Look at that's quite a grip. Um, but you have to break fingers in order to get it free. So you have the you have the pistol on this round, and you, you discard the hand. Now, I'd like everyone to make a um, well, only these two because the others are out having shots. Uh, Blaze and Doc Forest make a speed check. This is initiative, so this is not a. Um, this is not... You don't get stressed for this. This is just to see if you go before or after the creature. Can I also add athletics to this? <laughs> if it's a speed check. Yeah. Yeah, why not? There's no point in adding anything. <laughs> oh, you I'm having one of those nights. <laughs> oh, no, you're having a Zam oh. night. Sorry, Zam, too rolled, soon. I, I just rolled a 99. Oh no! Did it have a flake? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> the warden will remember that. <laughs> uh, I rolled a forty-five, and my thing would have been forty-four. Oh, fail! So the creature goes first, or the creature, the, the android goes first. And what happens? You see this as it looks up. It's just a, and its eyes widen. And just goes. No more voices. No more voices. I am me. I am me. And it starts violently wrenching its arm, and it starts like just the the creamy pale android blood. I don't know how to say android blood without it sounding a little bit weird. So as <laughs> it's just just spurting out as it's wrenching its arm free, and like that it rips its arm free of the fridge and start, begins tumbling towards you that's its turn and it is it is close to you now it is it sort of as it wrenches free its arm still trapped within this fridge its body sort of tumbles towards you blaze now blaze you you go first on this initiative because you got the lower roll what would you like to do um 
Is it possible to get my knife back out? The kitchen knife. Mm. You got a pistol in your hand as well, don't forget. I know, but let's not. <laughs> <laughs> you got the you kitchen knife. Okay. You got um, the ki- you got the kitchen knife. Kitchen knife and I'm gonna go for its cranium. Or central <laughs> processing unit. <laughs> He's calling his shot. I don't know if you can do that. Um, okay, make a combat roll. Okay, I also have expert skills in hand-to-hand combat. Yes. Which is a plus 15 mm-hmm. to my combat, which makes it a... Let me do maths. 54 to roll under. Yeah, okay. Woo! Roll a 10. Boy, um, as you you jam as this thing sort of stumbles forward, you you see the top of its head, right? And you can see that this this is an android. It's it's not a completely sleek android. It's slightly bulkier, this fella. But you see, you immediately take, you got the gun in one hand, and you just get the kitchen knife and jam it into the top of this thing's head. Roll me uh, a d10 damage, please. Three. Three. You hear the the crunch of... And it's it's not like... It's not like stabbing something with... Flesh or... or Any sort of alien creature. This hits resistance. And you hear your... There's more blood sort of spurts out. Um, You've got one other action. Well, you can move. You You get like sort of two... When it comes to encounters... You get sort of like two things you can do. Is it is it like an action and a movement, or can I do like two I, actions? I believe I believe it is an action and a movement. Yes, yes. Turn order. Oh yes, yes. Um, so you can do you can basically move and then do one thing. So you basically, as it says in the book, think of the situation like a real life scenario. Think about what you would do in these circumstances. Describe it. Um, if you wouldn't be able to accomplish everything you want to do in one round, and one round is about sort of like a ten sec- five to ten seconds. So I will let you know if you can't do this particular thing because it will take up too much time because you did, you spotted it and then bang. So that's almost half the time taken. Um, yeah. So you could like, you know, move or like get to a certain spot or you could f- try and grab something else. I can't attack it again. I would say if you with the knife. No, with my foot. <laughs> I need to see if I could like. <laughs> you want to push you know, it away? Um, I'll allow you yeah, to. I want to king, king Leonidas it into a in, back into the fridge. I'll allow. I'll yeah. allow that. I'll allow that because that would be more. Ooh. Make a combat check. Uh, also, hand uh, hand yeah. combat. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. Thirty. That's a success. So I do it. Yep. Success. So um, I would say you you kick this thing and it, it sort of like it sort of stumbles back and it, you kick it in the chest. And as it looks up, you can you can see that it was quite a big kitchen knife. You can see the bottom of it sort of poking out at the top of its mouth. As you kick this thing really hard and it sort of stumbles back, um, it will. This will do. I'd say a, a roll a d10, half it, and that's how much damage you'll do to this. Are you rounding down? Yeah. Two, two. Um, I'm rounding down, but I'll also be rounding down for me if anything. <laughs> if I actually manage to hit you, which I normally don't. 
Okay. <laughs> you better get over here. Um, but Blaze is still with it. He's taken this thing on and he's knocked it back into the fridge. Um, dents the fridge a little bit, which is a hell of a kick. Doc, what are you doing? Do I know this model of Android? Like, is it the same model as Dick? No. You know immediately this is high-grade stuff. So I wouldn't know where the off switch is? <laughs> Dr. Forrest spent a lot of his time being a scientist, human biology, saving lives, pushing forward medical science. He didn't take up figuring out how androids worked, so no. Wasted my life. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to save someone later, Doc, so don't say that just yet. I, uh, I, I desperately just look around for the nearest weapon and I just grab whatever is closest to me and chuck it at the android. <laughs> You're chucking it? Okay, you're just gonna do what? that. So that'd be that'd be both. So you can move, you can launch, and the nearest thing to that android is the cleaver. Nearest thing to me, though. That That's, if you were gonna if you were gonna jump, well, yeah, you would jump forward. I would say the you get a choice. There's a meat hammer, which is closer to you. It's not a huge meat hammer. This isn't Mjolnir. They're quite half hefty, though, aren't they're they? They're quite hefty. And there's the cleaver that's just a little bit closer. The android has been kicked back, so it's not. It's not. It's got to do something to get that. I will go for the cleaver then. Okay, so, so you can go for the cleaver. Are you chucking chuck the, it? Uh, chucking yeah. this thing. Okay, make a combat roll. Ah, thirty-four, three too many. It as this thing tumbles back, the, the dot gets very close. And it just sort of it sort of hits the metallic wall and falls down next to this thing. I say that just the handle goes and bounces off. Yeah, it'll be like, yeah, it just like <laughs> boom. Yeah, that's totally it. It hits. It doesn't hit the wall. It hits its head as it sort of stumbles back and lands on the floor next to this thing. Do I get a point of stress for that? Sorry, I can't remember. Yes, you would get a point of stress for that. Um, okay, everyone, make a um, speed check. We'll do one more round and then we'll cut back out. <laughs> The bar. Were they having a less stressful time, possibly? Depends if you found that bottle yet. What did you get, Doc? One. You got one. <laughs> I got a one. Yes. So okay. So ninety-nine to one. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, add them together, and what have you got? No, uh, Blaze. What did you get? Uh, 41 but that's that's a success that's a success so that's a success because so I the, add my athletics yeah Doc goes first then Blaze so Doc after seeing this and this I thing's like meat hammer <laughs> okay okay <laughs> just throwing kitchen utensils do it I'm out of out of my depth I don't know what I'm yeah. doing uh, 31 which is my combat score meets it beats it I'll allow it I'll allow it so you hit this thing hits it roll a d10 and me hammer. and uh, half half it well, I rolled a 2 so that's a 1 so, yeah so he hit it but he's not he's not as strong as blaze so like after after the, the cleaver hit it on the handle it goes bang blaze is out of weapons <laughs> and it leaves a small dent in its forehead as it's going um 
Doc, go get the others. <laughs> um, I'll hold it off. And Blaze, what are you doing? Uh, open fire. Ooh. With the pistol. Okay. Yeah. Make a um. Make a combat check, please. Now, what have you got that can add to this? Um, military training. Yeah, I'll allow that. Uh, which is a plus ten, so forty-nine. Okay. To roll under. It's been a while since I've used a pistol. Seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Fail. Fail. So you get <laughs> you get a point stress of stress. Up. Importantly, though, it wasn't a critical fail. As you uh, you fire off a shot. And it misses, sort of, sort of it just the, with the dog hitting it with the hammer, sort of throws you off a little bit. Um, and what would you like to do? You got, you got one more bit of action economy. Uh, the 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 android doesn't look like it's slowing down. No, or it's sort of no, yeah. It's sort of. I mean, it's looking really badly hurt right now, but. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take another pop at it if I if I may, Vince. Take another pop, yeah. Because you're not moving, you're just literally firing. So that'll be yeah. Only they'll hear the gunshots outside. They will hear the gunshots outside. <laughs> yep, and they'll hear me keep missing. Seventy-three. <laughs> Seventy-three. <laughs> Seventy-three. Once again, it's sort of it's it's sort of moving erratically, and uh... God damn it. guns pulling to the left. Lights are all woofy. Um, and it <laughs> so, you, so you miss and he's still there with it it's the creature's turn as it just sort of as the shots go wide and it just looks up and it grabs hold of the blade and slowly pulls it out of its head and you can just see like you can you can hear the sound of metal against metal as this thing and you even see part of its mouth Sort of invert oh. inwards as it's pulling in, <laughs> as it goes, and it pulls out the, the blade. I want to pull my ripcord, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, PJ. I'll, I'll, I'll dial back in it. I'll dial back in it. Uh, <laughs> as it, as it sort of <laughs> too much Android violence. I would imagine it, as it holds the blade. You know that wonderful scene in Skyfall when he takes out his mouthpiece mm-hmm. and there's like a pocket missing there, there's something something's gone in the middle of this android's head and it's all it's just like no more voices no more voices and it, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that I'm missing voice up and then it begins to move towards you <laughs> hey, everyone make a speed check oh fuck as I almost die trying to do an android voice because outside everyone, everyone because outside as the way as Klaus is just staring at you, Wendy, after saying they were gonna get a bottle, they have not moved, they've just stared at you. Okay. And then you heard two gunshots. So And I was just saying that just because Uptown Girl was your song doesn't mean you have to like Piano Man. But you know it's, it's, I it completely just, understand. That's you. what we danced to. And it was so indicative of our relationship, you know, because, like, he's really rich. And I'm really poor, Wendy. I'm a poor man, you know? Rich in spirit, Sam. And 
And they never liked me. They never liked me. And then after what she did, I, I'm a broken man, Wendy. This stuff is really good. If you keep going, I mean, this is, I want to listen to this all night. But if you keep going, I made two gunshot sound effects and you kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, Mind um... you, what did you get in your speed checks? What did everyone get? Uh, I got a 48. And I needed a 45. So Zam, and there's a... no, nothing I can add to it. I don't think. No, no. unless I can add zero G. You're you're too busy re- reliving your past traumas. Yeah. So let's add another point of stress. I rolled a one. Hey. <laughs> okay. So Wendy will probably go first. Yeah. Well, she will go first. Uh, Blaze, what did you get? Fifty-six. Did that fail? Yeah. That is a fail. Okay. Um, and Doc Forrest, what did you get? I failed on an 85. Okay. Remember, for for initiative, no one is getting stressed for this. Oh, so I don't need that point of stress. No, you don't need that point oh, of stress. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> counting. It if you want, though. I'm not counting it for initiatives. <laughs> otherwise, well. that would be. <laughs> I seem to be going through my uh, past traumas. So yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense why Zam didn't react straight away, whereas Wendy yeah. was like. She immediately heard it. Um, now, Zan, yeah, what did I, re- you- I recognise the sound of a shot missing. <laughs> 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 and I know exactly who fired it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's your turn, Wendy. Now, where you are at the bar, here's your, essentially, here's your choices. If you wanted to head towards that shot, it would almost be an action dash. Do you know what I mean? It would be, you can get to where they are Maybe not right up to it, but you could cross that, the restaurant. Or you could stay there and have another shot. I mean, both of this, the gunshots I would recognise probably with a one, I think I would know. You would know, yeah. Came from the same gun? Yes. You recognise that, you recognise that gunfire. Also with Wendy's backstory. Oh no, I've got to go, I've got to go. Um, As Zam's crying, Zam yeah. <laughs> turns just, to Klaus and goes, "You just, see what I mean? Just wait, wait, you wait. and me, we're the same. <laughs> oh, women, <laughs> the women, they always run. They always go. They, it, they're too good for people like us, Klaus. This is what okay. they and Wendy, oh Wendy bursts as off. I, as I'm running, can I pick something, a couple of bits off tables? Yes. What are you? What are you looking for? Wendy, uh, I am not looking. I am instinctively grabbing, um, but I think I will probably end up with like a napkin still in its napkin ring. Yeah, and maybe like a side plate. Okay, so you're not going for cutlery. No. Okay. Too obvious. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a plate and a napkin ring with the napkin still in it. With the napkin still in it. Yeah, yeah. She weaves through, and as soon as you burst through, so you would get into the galley, and you would see over the other side. Um, this is what you see. You see over the other side of the kitchen, like a, a figure, its head just oozing pale blood, an arm torn off with a butcher's knife, <laughs> lunge towards Blaze Kelvin.
and he misses. <laughs> but it's, it's when it sort of lunges past Blaze that you see, you suddenly realise like how big this knife was that you placed in this thing that would have hurt quite badly, you'd imagine. Um, as it sort of reaches back and it's trying to sort of say things and, and you notice one of its eyes is starting to sink in its socket and it's sort of looking at you. I am me, I am me, I am me. And uh, no, it had to learn. Its movement was to lunge forward towards you to get into range to stab you. So that's its turn. That's its turn because you kicked it against the yeah the fridge. So yeah, yeah. So that's its turn. That's what you see. And then it is. I believe it is. Is it the doc's turn or is it? Um, I've got a forty-eight. Uh, so it'd probably be Zam next. Is that right? Yeah. I got an 85, so yeah. I'm probably last. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, Blaze, you got in between that, didn't you? I, I believe. Yeah, 56. Cool, cool. So, Zam, what you're doing is, um, as as you see now that this android waiter is just staring at you. Did you manage to find any more of this? Would you like some more nuts, sir? I don't want no more nuts. You must consume <laughs> so that you can become. I don't want to consume nothing. You know, I've had enough of your crap. You're just like all the rest of them. I thought we were kindred spirits, you know? Consume. Consume. What does that even mean, anyway? As it just... It, it suddenly stops and just stares at you, Zam. Is that your turn to talk to it? You have just been talking to this thing, by the way. I will count that as that's part of your turn. Are you continuing to converse with this thing? Uh, I think he's going to grab the bottle and start walking off. As you hear it say something as you walk off. Yeah. Okay. So you don't make it to the galley, but you've got the bottle of booze. This half drunk. So I hear him say the consume thing as I walk it off. Yeah. He doesn't say that. He says something else. Do you want to make a roll to see if you hear it? Yeah. I would say... Make an... Would it be an intelligence roll? There's no sort of perception or wisdom kind of roll. And you've been drinking, so make an intelligence roll to see if you can put this together. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Sam got 18. You heard one word. Yeah. In a very cheerful voice. Yeah. Run. Sam's going to start running. No, he started walking. He finished his turn walking across and then he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Blaze, having narrowly missed a butcher's knife connecting with you, what do you do? Um, so time's the charm. <laughs> I'm going to shoot it again. This thing is... Very close to you now. Oh, so disadvantage. So n- no, not with a. <laughs> you got to describe to me how you're going to aim at this thing. Talk me how into close. Is it... close. It missed your face, and it's just reeling back. It is. You can you can it... touch it. <laughs> can I can I sort of jam the pistol under its chin? Am I that close? 
Yeah. I'd like to do that, please. Then you will get advantage on this because it's cl- it's it's close. Um. Don't don't get a critical fail. <laughs> oh, I'll just go for that. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um, oh, hang on. Just in case I get a crit. Wait, if I get a double good. It's double good. Yeah. Just no, we'll stick with the twenty nine, please. Okay. <laughs> okay. As uh, you see, Blaze immediately just jams the gun underneath close combat and just pulls the trigger. Um, now we've got a handy chart of sort of weapons that are also in the uh, mothership player manual, and a pistol <clears throat> is one d ten damage normally. For a bit of fun, I'm going to allow you two D10. Let me find another one. <laughs> because it's so close quarters, and this, and where you, where you're shooting this thing. Why did all? There we go. Woo! Nine altogether. <laughs> I've got to roll up a wound now in Mothership whenever you have health bars and you, you empty one of those health bars you're, when you lose that final bit of health you roll a bit you roll a wound, something bad has happened which is great in the game because it means like your character can then break an arm or you know you can do, it could be minimum or it could be maximum, I'm going to let the player roll this uh, it is gunshot so Roll me a D10, Gav. Seven. <laughs> it makes sense. It's major blood loss. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, oh no, and that is bleeding plus four. <clears throat> so it's going to lose four health on its next turn. As like, you know, the the hole in the top of its head bursts outwards, and it's like, and now the jaw that it's not saying anything, the jaw is sort of hanging, hanging off some some way, and it's just gushing out, and you can see, it's it doesn't quite know where it's looking. Um, what are you doing with the rest of your turn? Can I kick it away again? You can kick it away if you want. <laughs> with, with advantage. Oh, blindly. Good job, too. Bastard. <laughs> no, fail. Fail. What did you roll? Fail. Uh, first one was a 76 yeah and the second one was 98 <laughs> very close to a critical fail then mm-hmm. on both but yeah you it's sort of it's twitching and it seems to lock into place so when you kick it you're kicking a locked door this time and it's bang and you're like fuck um, oh no and <laughs> Doc what is the Doc doing is he, you can see Wendy Doc's like ah there's nothing left to throw, by the way. Um, in which case, 
dog's just going to start backing up. Okay. Back yeah. towards the, the the door back into the dining room. Yeah, so you back up and you immediately turn round and you'd see Wendy. With with a nap with a napkin <laughs> and a plate in her hand. It's over there. <laughs> Is Doc leaving the room? Yeah. Okay. So it'll be quite interesting when we get to the next round. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I like every, everyone to make a speed check. Okay. Fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not your scene, Doc. It's not your. It's fine. You go out and look after the drunk. Okay. Zam's rolled double o eight. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, then we'll, we'll, I'll tee I'll tee up what's going to happen first because I'm probably going next. Um, okay, so what did Blaze get? Sixteen. 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 Oh, beautiful. Wendy. Thirty-seven, which is a success. Oh, my word, Doc. Eighty-eight. Uh <laughs> oh. He walks into the door. Okay. Okay. Slips on the blood and bashes his brains in. He, he gets he gets out. He gets out that this is how the round's going to start. Because I'll, I will say with an eighty-eight, just for a bit of fun, you burst out and you look up and you can see Zam walking across, like with a bottle in his hand, and you see the that something from behind the bar launch itself over the bar, about to start running towards Zam. And then you slip up on some blood and you're prone. Zam, it's your prone turn. Mean, <laughs> prone means I have to spend my action game. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, it, it could. It will, we'll put flavour on it. It's here, Phil. But, um, Zam, you see the doc look surprised, fall over on his bum. <laughs> and you hear something behind you. Right. Can we establish how drunk is Zam at this moment in time? He sounded fairly drunk. He, he sounded you, fairly you drunk. Were playing it hard. Yeah, I was playing it really drunk, and now I really regret it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to lead into it now. Um, so I, I will. If you're right, if you want, really want to roll for this, Jim, we'll let the dice decide. No, yeah. there will be no stress on this roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from what Jim experiences right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 50-50 roll. Yeah. 50 or above, you're fairly lucid. Yeah. Get below that, you may suffer disadvantage on your rolls depending on what you tell me you want to do. I'm not going to say you're outright just completely pickled, but you're feeling it. You're buzzing. Okay. Okay, so well, fifty or above, yeah, was going to be You're okay. a success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you roll eighty-eight, is that a critical success? It's, I will, I will say you're not getting. I'm not going to give you advantage and stuff, but you are. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm a, the the, I'm, the 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 tears. He's kind were of real Zam. Up. They were he's real kind Zam. Of sobered up yeah. from the the pain yeah. that he's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he, can he hear this thing coming towards him? He's heard something land 
on, on carpet right, okay. behind him. And that was shortly after something said run. Um... I'm thinking of like spinning round and throwing the bottle at it. Okay. But I don't know whether I'm going to make the <clears throat> make the throw. Actually, can I ask a question? Ask all the questions you want. Is there any possibility that whilst Zam has been like walking away with the bottle in his hand, as he's been spilling any of it as he's been walking? If you were drunk, I would have said yes. Yeah, mm. but so you're not drunk. Yeah, oh, so no, <laughs> you got an eighty-eight. Right, okay. You are as sober as a judge, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you put oh, the man. lid on, so not to spill right, any okay. when you cut away. <laughs> so, what are we going to do to throw this bottle? If you're going to, well, I mean, this combat thing, or yeah, it would be a combat roll or strength because yeah. it's quite far. It's far away at the moment. You got to get. It's got to get. You know, it's got to move a turn to get, get to you. So as you turn, you see this thing is just, and it's just, it's just stood up straight, just looking straight at you. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw the bottle at it. Okay. Make a combat check. Oh, twenty-five. <laughs> Roll me. <laughs> Okay, uh, roll me a d10 and half it. And half it. Oh, six. So that's three. Ooh. Okay. As you see, there's this Zamta turns around and launches it, and it <laughs> smashes it across across the face, and it's just sort smashes of smashes it over the android. Yeah. Yeah. It hits the, so android. the android. Is now covered in alcohol. It's, yeah. it's got a bit of alcohol on it, and yeah, yeah, uh, there yeah. is. You can see you have cut it somewhat. But it's just stood there. Okay. Now. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn, Zam? Are you moving? Uh... You'll be able to to move closer or further away to get to dock. If I move closer to dock, Hmm. this thing is coming for me, yeah? We don't know, yeah. Oh, you know, you've turned round. Something was still that was behind the yeah. bar was in front of the bar, and you threw, like, threw a bottle of booze. <laughs> basically, Zam, Zam had a flashback to the wedding where he may or may not have tried to throw a bottle at his mother, new mother-in-law. Oh, God. He missed. He missed. <laughs> this time, he succeeded, and yes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Catharsis for Zam. Yeah. <laughs> That's the episode title. Yeah. I'm not going to run towards Doc. Okay. For fear of, like, destroying this thing towards him. So I'm going to run away from Doc and this thing. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So you move towards the lounge area or the dining area? Uh, I think towards the dining area because there'll be some cover with the tables as well. Okay. Okay. And it is now Blaze's turn. As you see, this thing is just stuttering and sort of it's looking very rough and oh, yeah. 
Oh no, it'll be on its next turn. Um, do I look round? Do I see Wendy? Wendy's there. <laughs> nice of you to join us. Um, oh, thought you could handle things. It's only a droid. Oh, oh please! <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bit of trouble with it. I think we should probably uh, come up with a exit strategy. Kill it, and then we'll exit. <laughs> All right. You got uh, one. You got one move left after that little discussion. What do you do? <laughs> Shit. Can <laughs> 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 I quick? Does it take up a move to quickly check how much ammo I've got left? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I shoot, I shoot, I shoot. <laughs> okay. Shoot. Just a straight up roll this time. Five. Five. <laughs> roll your d10 damage. Eight. How'd you finish this thing off, Blaze? Another. Uh, it's really like gushing, shoot in the like, dick. like there's <laughs> <laughs> there's android blood pouring from its chin and its head and its head looks and it's scrambling to try and sort of get up and trying to say things, but it's whatever uh, circuits are going on are gone. Can I try and like hit it on the bridge of its nose? Describe it. You're not that far <laughs> from it, because it, so it would be literally just a straight. <laughs> so after after like getting that little pep talk from Wendy, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> a belligerently gruff at her, and then take aim, shoot, and uh, it it splatters just... between its eyes. Yeah. And then I hope that it just sort of sits down immediately. It destroys, it basically destroys the centre of it. So, sort of, and a lot of it was just folding in on itself anyway. So, as it falls back and just slumps. I mean, it's quite a heavy like, unit, but. Like something out of scanners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of, it's like, like just out the back, but it's like circuits and android blood and it just slumps, slumps down. It's lovely, sort of Michelin star, sort of chef uniform. Complete mess, absolute com- complete mess. But it's just sat there, just twitching. And uh, is that better, Wendy? Wendy, it's your turn. Um, I throw the napkin in its ring to blaze. <laughs> yeah. Can I catch you, it? You yeah. might need this. Yeah, you can, you can catch it. And Wendy, Wendy, you do see now, like there is the dead body as well. In a tactical vest, you notice. In a tactical security vest. Um, mm. Which I'd imagine looks a little bit like the the Kevlar from Robocop. You know, the, the police sort of uniforms. is a bit more sort of bulky and padded, that kind of stuff. Um, however, the the person is not like Robocop because they've been absolutely obliterated. Um, yeah. What else would you like to do, Wendy? Are you just taking in the scene? Um... Yeah, I guess I was going to throw it and then just kind of turn around and walk back to the bar to carry on my conversation. You can walk back out. You can walk back yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so Wendy walks back out. 
you know, throw the throw the napkin, clean yourself yeah. up. Yeah. And you walk out. You walk out (laughs) and you see you see that Zam is walking he's sort of like walking quickly amongst the dining tables. The dock is on his backside. (laughs) And the and the barman is no longer behind the bar. And he's sprinting towards the doors. Which doors? The galley doors. Okay. He sort of Um it will take his whole sort of no, because what he does, he's sprinting there, and then at the last moment, he makes a sort of detour, and he's grabbing one of the tables, and he he passes, as you sat there, Doc, and you think he's like heading straight towards you. He diverts, and grabs one of the tables and begins dragging it towards the galley doors, and he doesn't head towards you either, Zam. You see, you see him sort of start to. He was running towards Doc, and then he sort of almost angled towards you a bit. But then he starts doing something else. That is the Android's turn. Doc, it's your Over turn. Over here, Klaus. As Wendy, Wendy is stood there just behind you. Hi. It won't be half your movement to get up, but that'll just be. Okay, you can do that. That's free. But I get up. Mm. Blood all over your <laughs> trousers now. <laughs> I think we need to kill this one too. And I've got I've got nothing. I'm gonna move <laughs> over to a if I can find another table nearby that I can move over to that might have something mm. on it I can use as a weapon. Okay. You um you move over to a nearby table. You do see something. Is it a dining table? You're heading more towards the lounge. You're getting out of dodge. Dine, dining. The diner, well, yeah. Yeah. And you see some cutlery, and you see some food, like some some nice meals that have never been touched. These This is smells horrible. Um, do I see a steak knife? You do. You, you get a can steak I, knife. Yeah, you can pick that up. And chuck it. Because <laughs> I've been really good at chucking stuff. I mean, I would say, from where this thing is... It, you can. You, I will allow you to do that, but it will be with disadvantage. I mean, because oh. you're moving so quick, you're trying to do all these things rushed. So you want to do it at a disadvantage. Remember, you will get stressed if you miss PJ. You don't have to do it this turn. But PJ loves the dice. I've done it. <laughs> uh, okay, so that. Oh, this was a combat roll, was it? Combat roll with disadvantage. Twenty-nine for success. I rolled a 19 and a 29. <laughs> oh! Okay, roll me a d10 and half it. Uh, that one. Two again, so that's one. Okay. <laughs> As you... <laughs> sticks in its back. <laughs> sticks in its I shoulder blade. And, and it's still trying trying to move this table. Okay. He's just tidying. <laughs> this, no, no, he's not. This round, one more round. One more round. Um, everyone make a speed check. What's that dice? We don't get stressed for speed checks, do we? No, no. Uh, 47. 47. Wendy? 25. 25? 25, beautiful. Uh, Blaze? 56. 56. Doc? Also 25. 25. 
Ooh. Let's have a roll off. Each roll a d10. Who gets the highest? Zero. Five. <laughs> so it'll be the dot because that was a ten, Wendy. <laughs> and w with that, the dot goes first. <laughs> Um, uh, okay. Um, do these tables have tablecloths on them? There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. I am gonna pull, try and <laughs> sweep off the tablecloth. Yeah. Just check it. Okay, it all fell over. And then just leap, run at the android to try and wrap it in the tablecloth. Okay. Okay. Can I can I pile in and assist with that? Because that's really what I wanted you to do. Is that, is that so, what you both want to yes, do? That's what I was thinking. Okay. That, that. So what, what are you trying to... Are you trying to basically wrap this thing up and take it down? Yeah. Okay. Then, Maybe you wrap and I tackle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. How shall I do this? Okay, so... I will allow... It will be a strength check with advantage because you both rolled 25. It's up to you and you're both planning to do the same thing. Talk to each other. Describe how you want to do this and we'll see who makes the roll. Right. Or do you each want to roll for it? And without this, it would be a straight roll. It'll be a straight roll, but I will count this What's as a band. Um, if I include my athletics, then 43. I think you should roll with advantage. Okay. I'm not sure I can include my military training because this feels like an off-the-books manoeuvre. But you've got, athlet you've got athletics, haven't you? I've got athletics yeah, you've got. 43, yeah. 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 Okay. So, hopefully... Would you like the 21 or the 24? You see this, um, the, the doctor... He's a good... <laughs> he starts moving over towards this thing and Wendy knows exactly what he's doing and they move, and she just she almost pushes him towards it and uses it to wrap this thing round and you wrap it up completely and take it down on the floor. It's completely covered in this sheet and just on the floor. You've, you've rugby tackled it to the ground. <clears throat> uh, Zam, you had a failed it, I believe, didn't you? Yeah, I got um, 47, yeah. Okay, then it's the creature's turn. Well, or, or it's the android's turn. Klaus's turn. Let's let's call him by his name. Can Wendy just begin? Yeah. Shh, Klaus, it's okay. It's okay, Klaus. As this thing is, is trying to struggle against you, um, it will make a contested strength roll against both of you. Okay. So... It's going to re. It's going to roll. It rolled a sixty-eight, which is a fucking fail. So it fails. So you don't, it's not even contested. So it's trying to sort of move, but the way you've wrapped it up, um, you can just hear it sort of going. Keep the door closed. Keep door closed. Run. Keep door closed. We will, Klaus. We will. <laughs> and that is a. Uh, that is Klaus's turn. Zam, you saw this, you heard this. You don't know where Blaze is. <laughs> oh, I'm going to run over to Wendy in the dock. Nail gun in hand. 
And I'm gonna try and hit the androids with the nail gun. I think he's trying to help us. Make a combat roll with advantage, please, Zam, because you'll be close quarters on this. Combat roll with advantage. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 78. Oh, and that's 41, which is my combat. Roll me a, a d10 and half it. Uh, that's a 1. Yeah, so that'd just be a 1. Yeah. <laughs> so so runs up and just hold a and Consume this! <laughs> and it just goes, Kadunk! As it's still twitching. And it's still moving. So, close door. Run. Run. Consume. Close door. As it's stuttering. As Zaz run up and shot it point blank with the nail gun. Really the hell are you talking about? The wedding. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, inside, Blaze. You are just um, there with a, what's left of an android. Can I check... How much ammo yeah. I've got left? Yeah. You have how much ammo I've got? you have two shots left. Now, actually, how many shots did you take? I think you took four, didn't you? I think it, I was, think it was four. Four. Because it yeah. was two two misses. You have one, one shot left. One underneath. Yeah. And, and then, then another the... one. Yeah. Yeah. So you have, yeah. you have one. Yeah. Okay. And when you look, you do see that like there is a spent casing as well. Oh, so there was only five shots in the. There was there were six shots, and you took four. It was fired on. It it was fired once. Uh, okay. Good, before good, you good. got there. Arr, yeah. arr, 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 arr. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and can I can I check the the body of the security guy? I'm yeah. not sure what he. You is. see. <laughs> you see um, the name Denny on his on his name badge. Um, uh, poor Denny. I will say there's there's another clip containing six shots. Yoink. Yep. There is uh, a pair of um, manacles. They're sort of handcuffs. They look like security sort of handcuffs. Uh, yoink. Um, and that's really Three, all. Yeah, I'm, I'm looting the corpse. Yeah, looting the corpse. There's nothing really in terms of... Um, actually, well, no, you do see a wallet. There's nothing really in terms of like credits and things. You do see there is like a an echelon sort of staff credit card thing within this. And you do notice there's... Like a photo of a loved one? There is a photo in there that you notice. And, and when you take it out... And you look at it and you just think, oh, and it's just a, a picture of like like four um, sort of rough and tumble. There's sort of three three men and, and a woman. They, they're just holding up beers. It definitely, you can recognize the sort of, this is the, this is the squad. This is that kind of, yeah. you know, this is a night off. And they've all sort of like got their thumbs up. Um, and Denny's there, Denny's there. I mean, one thing you do notice, I'll give you this free. Denny's been dead for weeks. You can tell from the way that corpse... It, I mean, he's been dead, you know, but the body itself, the decomposition, is bad. Um, another thing catches your eye on the photo. 
you're like, oh, there you go. You know, it's a, a, a cool lot. It may not mean anything to you, but one of them, who's holding their thumb up, has a tattoo on their forearm. It's a tattoo of a sort of a Scandinavian Nordic-like hammer, like Thor's hammer, with two snakes wrapping around it on either side. And that's when we're going to end this week's session. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Welcome to the Icarus, everyone. There's a lot of mystery aboard this ship. You have been listening to Safe Space, a tabletop role-playing podcast featuring the Mothership game system by Tuesday Night Games. Playing the game were Jim Bamfield as Zan Brazel, Lizzie Boyle as Wendy, Gavin Mitchell as Dick Sloan, PJ Montgomery as Dr. Bill Forrest and Vince Hunt as the Game Warden. Podcast produced and edited by Vince Hunt. In-game music composed by Tabletop Audio. Visit tabletopaudio.com to discover a world of ambient music you can use in your home games. The Safe Space theme was composed by Elliot Red. Find more of Elliot's work on YouTube. To find out more about the Mothership RPG system, visit mothershiprpg.com. Follow the show on social media at SafespaceRPG. And for more podcasts, visit lawbreaker.podbean.com. This has been a Lawbreaker Radio production.